it's D&D time, and I'm going <laughs> to sing you a song. all the theme songs for all the TV shows ever. It would just exactly. be... That's just what your job should be. Woke up in a lucid dream Now we're hunting for the shards We might be an oddball team But at least we've got no GM, you want to set the tone for yep. where we are, what's happening? <clears throat> so, uh, all of you are on the roof. It's the middle of the night. Um, Ertleby is laying flat on her back. Uh, oh! I don't know if you stabilized or not. <laughs> Do you remember if you stabilized? I was. I was stabilized. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so um, you, Ertleby has been taken out. Uh, she looks like she's going to make it, but she's right now currently knocked out. Uh, the rest of you gather your wits together, pick yourselves up, and that's when you realize that Thomas is unaccounted for, or Tompkins is unaccounted for. Uh, Vasa goes over to scoop up the little old grandma body, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> and then looks over to Tin and calls over and says, "Tin, don't you have a health kit?" <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I just so happened to forget that I did have one. And so I could have saved that awesome potion. But I don't think do health kits actually heal? Uh No. No, um, I have I just have a yeah, I only have a healer's kit, but I thought it was just to stabilize. It is. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, well Vasa would be like, uh we need to get in we need to get Ertleby inside and then we need to find Tompkins. And Oh, so what? What Brummelstone is doing his own thing. Yeah, Brummelstone <laughs> is nodding and assisting as he needs to, um, since Wesley's not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Brummelstone uh, is oddly uh, agreeable for the entire session. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to burn that book, Brummelstone? Yes. <laughs> hey, Brummelstone, aren't I the coolest robot ever? <laughs> Hey, Bremlestone, we're all kind of cold, and you got a lot of books. We should just burn them all. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, yeah. So uh, I would, I would pass. Uh, Vasa would pass Ertleby to Tin, and then Vasa would climb back inside the apartment so that she, you know can pass Ertleby's body. I mean, her her dormant <laughs> form down. <laughs> so say body. Shuffle down what's left of Ertleby. <laughs> Um, yeah, through a little bit of teamwork and the um, help of Brummelstone, <laughs> who does whatever you're telling him to. But through a little bit of teamwork, you get early back inside into uh, the room in the inn. And what are you guys up to now? Um, can Vasa stick her head out of the window and just passively listen to the city, see if, if she hears any signs of other attacks anywhere else? It's quiet. All right. Uh... Vasa, of course, tucks Ertleby into bed. Poor little Ertleby. And then um, Vasa herself isn't too hot. She she was brought back by um, Tin, but she's still injured. And she kind of looks to uh, Tin and Roberto and says, "Can you find er- Can you find Tompkins? I will stay here and rest with Ertleby." Okay, like, are you guys gonna be safe here? I mean, like, those are the things gonna come back. I'm a little concerned. Could there's there be no, more? There's no way of knowing. Okay. And and somebody has to stay with Ertleby. I mean, yeah, she's right. Uh, I, I would say that one of us should stay to help, and then maybe one scout, and then call for help. 
Potentially. Um, actually, in that case, Vasa would stand up and say, uh, I know the city's, um, I know the city's layout. I'll go with you, Roberto. Tin can protect Artobi then. Right. So what you are you making your way out of the inn then? Uh, I think Tin and Ertlebee are staying inside that in room to help Ertlebee sort of get an hour of rest or whatever to, you know, to recover. And um, Vasa and Roberto are leaving the, or just looking for for Tompkins. Okay. They'll start at the yeah. inn and they'll move Because you know, you know what room he's in, so. Yeah, so we'll check that room first. You open the door and sound rushes out. Like when you were outside of the door... You didn't hear any kind of commotion or fighting or anything. The moment you open the door, sound kind of just rushes out at you as you watch. Uh, Tompkins' room is completely torn apart, uh, and no. he is in the corner, uh, just he's in an almost full panic. He's badly injured. He's frightened, and he's doing everything he can to avoid the nightmare that is fully formed and standing above him. And it's got some kind of terrible visage, but you can't really make out what it looks like from here. Um, and it is Vasa's turn. Vasa, despite her battered, injured form, <laughs> leaps forward. Can she somehow grab Tompkins and drag him out of the way with all 90 of her movements? Um, <laughs> not without going in and out of the range of the creature, but you can, you can, but you would uh, provoke an opportunity attack if you did. Vasa leaps forward <laughs> to plant herself in front of Tompkins. Facing down the nightmarish creature with its nasty visage. Thus, if the creature were to attack, Vasa would be the one to risk injury. And then Vasa launches her attack. So, eat blade, you nasty dipshit thing. Alright. Alright, let me roll... Vasa just wanted to rest. She was hurt. She's just <sighs> she's okay, like so out. over it right now. <laughs> okay, so she got a fifteen plus a six, which is a twenty-one for the scimitar attack. All right. All right, that is seven damage from the scimitar. Now she's rolling for the short sword attack, and that is a eleven plus a six, which is a seventeen. Okay. Two, and now her uh, sneak attack, which is two plus damage. That's a five, and that's a two. So I hope somebody. I didn't. I don't know. All right. right. So you dash forward and you turn around and bring yourself uh, up so that you can guard Tompkins with what's left of your life. (laughs) And and as you (laughs) stare into the nightmare, uh, it looks to be. A swirling vortex. And inside this vortex, you somehow understand that it's basically souls collapsing and being drawn into this vortex over and over and over again. And for... Vasa comments that that's new (laughs) and then stabs the shit out of it. Um, But for a moment, you understand (laughs) that you're looking into death itself. And then you quickly thrust your swords forward and slice into it and even though like you drove your swords into the vortex um of death yeah you you connected with something before that so you get you get the sensation that it's not really there it's a, it's a visual that you see but you cut into something far before you had to go inside a vortex <laughs> Vasa would also kind of like yell out over her shoulder Tompkins run all right um it's turn it is going to drive its claw into you and you anticipate it and you duck underneath uh, it right away. Um, Tompkins takes your advice and he, he runs. It gets an at- opportunity attack. Oh, wait. Tompkins lands a hit. And, uh, oh, Tompkins. <laughs> Can Vasa interrupt that? Because Vasa was defending him. No, you told him to run. <laughs> so. God damn it. I thought the whole, like, I bought you room it wouldn't, to it, run. Because you were in front of it, it would, it would have attacked you instead of him. But he ran past you to get out of the room. And on its way, on his way out, it uh, slashed into his shoulder for uh, 
a little no. bit of damage, and he's kind of <laughs> bleeding now. Uh, he almost collapses from it, but keeps running. Roberto? Yeah, get out of here, you little thing. <laughs> yeah, we just need to take this, take this fucking guy out. I draw my two short swords, and I <laughs> lunge towards the creature, attempting to place myself between it and Vasa. 21. Alright. 20, 23, 23. Alright, so my first, my... Main hand, 10 damage with my main hand, and 6 damage with my off hand. And I'm very proud of this fact, even though like I don't really know numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you run forward, and you place yourself in front of Vasa now, and we kind of push Vasa into the corner a little bit, and then you slash into it twice. Uh, it kind of sheds off a little bit, and there's barely anything left of it. Uh, new round, Vasa? Yeah, Vasa... Pats Roberto on the back, and he's like, yeah, that's right, thank you. <laughs> now she's going to roll to attack. <laughs> All right. So you're going to slip right, are you going to push him back, or you're just going to go on the side? Well, no, 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 she's going to like do, she's going to take a little bit of right herd movement to sidestep Roberto yeah. to reach the creature. Now she's attacking, she just rolled a 10 plus a 6, so that's a 16, hit. is that a yep. hit? Alright, damage is 7 damage. It starts now to melt and liquefy around your sword, and then shatter in the glass and falls to the ground, dissipates. Mmm! <laughs> okay well she pauses in the mid slash another and then she just kind of like flicks her scimitar to get off the little flex of it and then she goes fucking finally and then she turns around and looks for Tompkins um, <clears throat> Bordo follows her you step out of Tompkins room and you find that the inn is silent no one's made any noise since the fight started Tompkins realizes this too he's kind of standing in the middle of the hallway thinking through this and with a worried look in his eye he looks up at you and he slowly walks over to one of the doors he opens the door to one of the nearby rooms you watch as the color drains from his face his hand loses its grip on the door handle and falls lifeless to his side as his knees shake and threaten to give Vasa walks over and looks in the room you glance over Tompkins into the room to find a man and woman eviscerated across their room their bodies torn apart, blanket the room in a scene so horrific you can't fully process what you're seeing. Vasa turns and walks down to the next door and opens that as well. The scene is the same from room to room. Brutal murders took place in each room. Every person in every room was torn asunder, most likely before they ever woke up. Women, men, children, no one was safe. Almost as unsettling as the sights before you is the fact that there was no warning. The entire inn was murdered, and no one was able to make a sound. Vasa walks back down the hallway, and uh, ushering Tomkins along with Roberto, takes them back to the room with Ertleby and uh, Tim. I close all the doors on the way, yeah. just because that's... No. Um, Tomkins Vasa's walks into the room, and grim. he sits down in the chair, and he's just really quiet. He's just kind of holding his knees and keeping himself together. Uh... Tin's really concerned because she heard the commotion, but knowing that, not knowing if she would leave Ertleby up for attack, she decided to stay. So she, of course, asks the group, "Is what's going on? What's happening?" Tin uh, also goes over and just very quietly informs Tin um, the entire inn has been slaughtered; its members torn to pieces by what I assume are the nightmare creatures that attacked us. I need to. I need to find out if the rest of the city is in a similar state. Uh, you, One of you um, can come with me, or if not, I will go by myself. Um, I would say that since we are, uh, we're dealing with Ertleby being down and you being so injured and Tompkins being so injured, that we should try and stay together as much as possible. So um, I can carry Ertleby and we can go with you Yeah, like <laughs> to, um... to search. Actually, she says, I'll just check the next door building. If the if the building next door is in a similar state, we can assume that the city if that the city the city might partially, if not entirely, be in a similar condition. I'll be back soon. I'll be sneaky. Yeah, with this Vasa uh you know, all stealth like goes to check the next door building. Alright, give me a stealth check. So that's a eighteen. Alright, so you make your way outside of the inn. Um, the next door over is a shop, which is closed, so you don't check that one, I don't think. But um, you're kind of forced to travel a little bit further than you wanted to. Um, 
But eventually you find a residence, and as you're able to finally find a window you can peek in, everything's fine. They're asleep. In that case, Vasa is going to head towards the head of the city, Mm -hmm. the mayor's um, residence. Now, that's going to be a little while. You're not really near that residence, so we're talking like Mm -hmm. a, you know, like at least an hour or so travel through the city. Mm. Okay. Vasa's going to go. She's going to go. Um, well, first, she's going to take the five-minute walk back to the inn, <laughs> and then she's going to inform Tin and Roberto and, the, and even Tompkins. She says, the, um, I found a house. The residents were fine. It looks like this inn was the sole source of the attack. Of course. That just makes me think that they were looking specifically for us. And mm-hmm. Tompkins looks up, and he says, that's, a, that's exactly what it is. They, they found us. We need to leave. Yeah, we need to get out of here before we like subject these people to more death. Vasa says, Tin, can you carry Ertleby? Absolutely. All right, let's. I can let's carry go. Tompkins if needed, but he. If... No, no, and he hops off the chair. He's like, I'm, I'm okay, and he walks over and he, he grabs a nearby towel and ties his arm up with it a little bit. He says, I'll be fine, and he starts walking out. He doesn't walk too far. He just. Walks a little bit out. Uh, with Vasa's knowledge of the city, she would probably take lead to sort of try to find the most efficient route out of the city. Yep, which is not a problem. Um, <clears throat> you make your way to the western gates, and on your way out, um, there are two guards on duty who uh, they kind of look over and they're surprised to see somebody leaving the, uh, the city so late. Uh, are you just going to go talk to them, or you see them before they see you? Does that matter? Are you going to go tell them what's up, or...? Vasa is. Yeah. Um, well, she she does a sort of little hesitant thing, but then she, I mean, if she looks over and she recognizes them, she'll probably, like, do, is that the only way out of the city? That Yeah, the, eastern and western gates, yep. So, looking over, there's Ertleby, poor, injured, unconscious Ertleby in Tin's <laughs> arms. There's poor, battered Tompkins. Yep. And then there's poor, battered her. None of this is going to get out of the gates without any commentary, really. So, they would just, Vasa would just approach head on, just yep. kind of walk towards the exit and see how the soldiers react. All right. So, it's <clears throat> so two more cloaked individuals who, um, when they first see you guys, they're kind of nonchalant and they wave and they make their way down the tower. But um, once they get down to the ground floor, as it were, and you approach and they see what what's become of you, they look really concerned and they kind of, a little... Like a little uh, speed in their step, they rush over to you, and uh, one of them steps forward and says, "What? What's happened? Are you okay?" Uh, Vasa steps forward, and the first thing she does is look to each of the soldiers, and after like a seeming pause, as if she's trying to remember, she addresses each of them by name mm-hmm. in a very serious tone. They look kind of weirded out. And she says, "We had we we are travelers to the city, and we have just come from the comfy couch. If you go there, you will find the unfortunate." residents of the comfy couch all slaughtered in a most horrible manner there's no there's no true time to explain this but we believe that whatever attacked them was seeking us we barely escaped with our lives and for the good of the city you must let us leave the city now you have our deepest apologies for what our presence has caused to the city and they kind of look and they're like we what what happened there was these shadow creatures that we didn't. We were not aware that they were hunting us, but they have found us here. If you value the lives of your, yours and your family, you will let us leave immediately. We cannot. We cannot risk staying here any longer and drawing their wrath upon any of you. And they kind of look at each other and they say, "Well, you might need to talk to the captain." Vasa raises her voice and says, "You need to let us leave now, unless you want your loved ones to die as those have in the comfy couch." And if she looks, if she looks at a specific soldier, if she looks at a specific soldier and she has it within her memory, she would start. Like saying, do you want your blank yeah. daughter to, and should make a point of looking at each of them and listing their family members and saying they are at risk of death if you leave us here. You need to let us leave now. Make an intimidation check. Mm, I got a two plus a four. That makes a six. Oh, no. <laughs> and they said, look, <laughs> I, Not very convincing. I believe you, I think, but the simple fact of the matter is if there was... As many murders as you say there were at the comfy couch, I mean, we're 
You're going to have to come in for questioning at the very least. Uh, could Tin use her, like, you know, I think uh, Tin at this point is going to use kind of like her unnerving roboticness uh, and step forward and say, let us pass or more people will perish because we are being kept here. Uh, we're just trying to do the best for the city. Go ahead and roll intimidation. Okay. <laughs> Keep Maybe. in mind, this is an angry robot holding a little old grandma in her arms. Yeah, <laughs> super angry. You want to end up like this? <laughs> uh, I roll 18. 18. So you Angry frighten them both, and they look at each other, and they nod, and they say, all right, and they step aside. Vasa would nice. on her way out. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna excuse Vasa's lack of charisma because she's like battered to an inch of her life. So she's kind of <laughs> like half-heartedly being like, "Dude, you got a lesser." But she would um on her way out say, "Pass our deepest condolences to the families that have been affected by our presence." And they nod. And, then, and um, who's who's leading the march? Uh, Vasa would be after she makes that little side comment to one of the soldiers. All right, good. Give me a reflex save. Shit, fucking me. Right, sorry, a dexterity uh, save. Reflex dexterity? is old school. Sorry. Okay. So under saving throw, dexterity is plus six. And then my dexterity itself is plus four. No, I think that math's already done for you. Like, because it'd be four plus two. Because your dexterity bonus is plus four, right? Oh, okay. Uh, so it's plus okay. four. All right, all right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I was like, all right, Jesus, right, you're badass. This, let's roll this thing. Let's roll this thing. Okay. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> so she got a 12 plus a six, which makes it 18. All right, good. So you start to step forward and especially like anybody else would have had a harder time with this, but both because of your dexterous nature and the fact that you know what's up, um, you start to feel arcane energy swirl around you or not even arcane energy. You're not quite sure. I mean, you, you know what it is, but like anybody else looking would assume it's arcane energy. Um, as you start to slow down, you jump back right before the field that surrounds the city activates, almost freezing you in time. As the crystals all fire up. What? What, what is, is going on? What is Pat? Uh, fuck, that means something that's, that's attacking the city. Can she see anything beyond the, the gate walls? No, it was you that triggered it. What? They have a yeah. well. Vasa turns around and, and yells at the soldiers, "Let us out!" And they just say, "What was the meaning of that?" You should come with us. We leave the barriers up at night to make sure nothing comes into the city. You should really well, come with us. into the city. Vasa summons her last bits of energy to sort of rage at the soldier, being like, "Do you understand what you are risking by keeping us here? Do you want all your loved ones to die? The city could die with us here." And he says, "Go look at the comfy couch if you don't believe." He says, "Ma'am, please believe me when I tell you that I don't know, which is why you need to come with us." Vasa gestures rudely. <laughs> it would have been nice if they, if you guys, have told us before we left. You know, like, no, we, we we told you you couldn't leave. You tried to intimidate us, and so. Sorry about that. After, after Vasa's gesture, she would say, "Can you, can you least uh, help my friends?" And she gestures at Tompkins and Ertlebe. They at least need medical care. Can you get provide? We can that? provide that. Yes. Vasa would gesture impatiently to the group and being like, "I suppose we have no choice." These idiots want to question us. All right. So they walk you over to uh, the guard tower that's attached to the wall. Uh, there's a door that they open and let you walk through. You walk into the room and it's about like a, a 10 foot by 10 foot room. Real simple, small. There's a desk and then there is a set of stairs that spiral down and um, they motion towards the stairs. Does, okay, does Vasa's memory know what's at the bottom of those stairs no this is di you've never had to go to this part of the city this isn't good i don't like this straight into the dungeon dungeons uh. and dragons <laughs> <laughs> if if vasa's deep memory of the city were aware of any ju uh, juicy underbelly details of certain wives having affairs from certain soldier <laughs> she would mutter it under her breath as she walks past them <laughs> down the stairs <laughs> all right <laughs> one of the soldiers looks at the other one like oh, yeah 
Uh, You make your way down the stairs, and then they open up one of the cells. Basically, there's six cells on each side of this hallway, and they open up one of them. They let all of you go in there. They don't take your weapons or anything. Like, they're not trying to arrest you. They're just trying to find a place to hold you. As Vasa's walking past, she's very injured, and she actually trims and stumbles a bit against a soldier. Can she now roll to try and, like, palm a key or something? (laughs) Oh, nice. She gets a 12. That is sadly good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Sadly. How clueless are these guys? Yeah. Yeah. She purposely bumped against one of the soldiers she knows is a little bit, you know, thick in the head. (laughs) Elevator doesn't go all the way up. All right. Yep. You palm a key. So he walks you up to the door, shuts the door, tries to lock it. Oh. Starts looking for his key. Looks back at his friend. He's like, I'm missing my key. And they look at you guys. <laughs> Vasa is like... You'll just stay here. Vasa's arm is curled against her rib, and she's like wincing in pain and breathing heavily as if she's suffering. And in the meantime, she has, uh, she has slipped the key into like... Her underwear. Get- <laughs> yeah, and, and Tin Tin kind of makes this look like with her hands while still cradling her to be like, oh, I got my hands full. Give me a deception <laughs> check, Vasa. He's going to try and just give you the eye. So that is 10 plus 4, which makes 14. Yeah, he's like, give me the key. <gasps> Damn. Vasa pops the key in her mouth and swallows it. and then she says you're gonna have to wait six hours Wow! and then shrugs it's a pretty efficient so he just shrugs and has the other soldier use his key (laughs) (laughs) and then Vasa says that key didn't even taste good it was large he says alright well we got him for six hours and they both go (laughs) upstairs they both go upstairs like, I don't know that much about human anatomy, but I feel like that's going to hurt. And um, Tompkins looks around. And he's like, once they're gone, he's like, so you can pick the lock, right, Vasa? Vasa, Vasa says, Vasa gives Tompkins the eye and says, I'll do you one better. And then she sticks her fingers down her throat and proceeds to throw up. Oh. <laughs> Reporto is me, thoroughly disgusted by Give me a constitution check. Alright. Oh, Vasa is doing this. Tin is just kind of shaking her head and being like, God, humans are really weird. So she she right. got a 14. That's good enough, so you uh wretch a key. And Tompkins like and other stuff. Why didn't you just pick the lock? Oh my god. <laughs> I think, think Tompkins saying so Vasa, you can pick the lock right is like among my favorite lines in this <laughs> game ever. Oh, like, so Vasa also spits up a little blood too and she uh, goes, Ugh, I'm gonna feel that tomorrow morning. What she did has you the key eat? in her hand. What did you eat that was orange? I see Vasa's like, oh, I don't know, I just drink a lot. I don't remember much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so as soon as they're gone, um, Vasa reaches through the cell bars and unlocks the door with her bump key. Alright. So, you guys open the door, you can leave if you want to. You're just not sure how to get past that field. Yeah. Does Vasa, in her knowledge, know, have an idea? (sighs) I mean, someone's activated the gate. You just have to find a way to deactivate the gate. You did talk with them... As you kind of think back and try to remember, you do remember um, helping them put the stones in the gate. Um, The problem is that you can't – like the field extends a little bit outside of the gate. And that was something that you came up with because when they first implemented this field, you found that you could just go up there and stab the crystals (laughs) and bring down the gate. So you made sure that they actually... Other Vasa is very annoying right now. (laughs) You made sure that the field was big enough so that, like, if they shot an arrow, the arrow would stop, like, like, you know, like two inches away (laughs) and get caught in the time freeze. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So you would need to convince one of the guards to lower the time field. 
They're the only ones that are allowed to know how to operate. Like, obviously, you know how to operate them, but you would have to have a crystal. Um, you and uh, when you were instructing them how to construct all of this, you forced them to learn how to do it without crystals. So they have to basically exert a lot of mental will over the area. So the only way to shut them down is for one of them to willingly shut it down. Or for you to steal back your crystal from the leader of the town. Yeah, Vasa has her hands on her hips and it's just like kind of shaking her head like, motherfucker. <laughs> like Which is uh, true, by the way. If you had the original crystal, you could just shut it down. Yeah. Um, how close is the mayor's house? Um, they're kind of in the center of the city, so we're talking maybe an hour and a half away. <sighs> Can we, like, and it's a council. A there's no, there's the no one ma- mayor. You guys set up a council. Oh, that's right. Vasa did set up a council. Yeah. <laughs> Vasa is leaning against the wall right now, cursing under her breath at other Vasa and just like calling her all sorts of names. The old shrew that is sabotaging everything. <laughs> she hopes she died in pain, even though. Yeah. Vasa looks at Brimmelstone and goes, any ideas? He just shrugs. <laughs> my town yeah um yeah would vasa would vasa be aware of any hidden passageways out that maybe bypass the shield no you guys didn't want anything like that like god damn it because fucking vasa was like no we gotta make this city yeah. airtight we gotta protect this gem of the east or whatever the fuck it is uh yeah, Vasa sort of like after she leaned against the wall and cursed old Vasa with like a thousand names, <laughs> she turns around and explains the general predicament and how secure the city is, and she explains that it's not me, it's it's her, it's her fault. And then <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tompkins looks up and he looks kind of uh, ashamed to say it, but he's like, so all we have to do is force one of them to lower the gate. Vasa says, I will kill him if I have to. Whoa, hold on. (laughs) I didn't say anything that would lead to murder. Um. Vasa, there seems to be a lot of extremes here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or it'll be spectral uh, projection is like, (laughs) like, also, like on Tin's shoulder being like, does Tompkins have more to say about this? He seems to like think it's not a big deal to. To just make one of them do something. Does Tompkins have mind control power? <laughs> Does Tompkins have mind control power? Ask him, Tin. Ask him for me. <laughs> so Tin, Tin looks to Tompkins. Do you have mind oh control power? He, he just... His eyebrow just raises far higher than you thought possible. And he's like, what? Tin just shrugs and she's like, just a, just a question. Ertleby has been unconscious and nestled in Tin's loving arms for a long time now. Can she be, like, a little bit awake or a little bit... Uh, no, she's got about, almost about an hour now. Oh, man. <sighs> At this point, so I then, feel like it's be better if we just waited. Like, we have almost no choice. And Tompkins says, we. I kind of like what Mr. Roberto said. We could just wait. I mean, we didn't do anything wrong. We just gotta talk to them and... You know, not go to sleep. I mean, Vasa, if, if we are like in like some sort of prison or isolated area, and the shadows come again, we could feasibly I, hold them off. That's why I'm saying we just don't go to sleep. Oh, Vasa says. Vasa turns around. She says, "What do you think they're gonna do when they find an entire inn full of slaughtered people and us the only survivors? They're not just gonna let us go. They're gonna think that we're the ones who did it." We're going to be trialed and kept here. And then she pauses and she goes, but if they keep us here, then the nightmares will come and just kill all of them, which they deserve for their idiocy. And she kind of pauses and about this. Nail. Let's just force a guard to get us out of here. I don't want the city to die. I really liked it here. With your mind control powers? You've done a good Dude, job ask him, ask of making the city... So Vasa, Vata interrupts and be like, I didn't make the city. She did. This isn't my city. Let's get that. Let's make okay. that very clear. All right. Let. Uh, yeah. Tin. Tin goes. Uh, I agree with uh, Tompkins and his mind control. I don't. <laughs> hold on. Why do you guys keep saying that? No reason. Don't lie, Tompkins. We know. 
We know. Then Vasa stops and she looks at Tonka and she says, what do you mean, don't fall asleep? Well, I mean, it's just a guess, but the nightmares came at night. And they came while we were asleep. And the nightmares travel the dreaming world. So wouldn't we have to be asleep for them to get us? Vasa looks over Ertlebee and says, what about Ertlebee? She's unconscious. And he takes a couple steps back. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how dreaming works. Is she dreaming or is she knocked out? She is talking in her sleep, weirdly. <laughs> wonder what that's all about. Mind control powers? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> a shadow looms over all of you. As you turn around and you watch as one of the f- nightmares pours itself out of the shadow and stretches out it kind of has like it's its shadow is the shadow of Ertlebe, and then it finally the shadow itself starts to match it and it reshapes itself out it seems to come out of Ertlebe's shadow no vasa wake vasa up waves her, vasa waves her hand at this and goes no go kill the soldiers first Roberto, it's your turn <laughs> oh motherfucker <laughs> if it's here the soldiers may already um, be dead all right, so I draw my two swords as I yell, "Grandma, wake up!" <laughs> and I put, "Wake up! You're you're attract. Your sleep is attracting them." And I, I try to position myself and take a charge towards the shadow creature. Yes, so it's twenty twenty one. Sorry, it's That'll been a do. while. <laughs> my my main hand does eight, and my off hand does one. So yeah, you <laughs> rush forward. You scream for uh, Ertle B to stop being such an attractive sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> spin your sword and just double it. slash into it. As soon as you slash into it, um, <clears throat> it takes the shape uh, of this kind of twisted bipedal rust monster. Like instead of being like that kind of be- small beetle shape that it was before, it's kind of taken on a whole new version of a nightmare. It has the long wisps of a. Uh, rust monster it has the eyes the beady eyes of rust monster and its form starts to harden like an exoskeleton but it's still maintaining this terrifying uh creature that looms over you and it's going to attack you uh so it crashes after you and you raise up your swords and push it away from you just in time vasa yeah so Vasa's first action will be to shout at the top of her lungs, soldiers, soldiers to the dungeons. And then she's going to, you know, she's going to sidestep aside to be beside um, Roberto to attack this creature. First, she's rolling to attack with her scimitar. And then she also says, Tompkins, get back and get, get back. And then let's see. First attack is a 17 plus a 6. So that's a 20 math. So yep. I'm just going to roll for a hit. <laughs> That's a nine, and now her short sword. Let's see if it hits. That's an eleven. That is a miss. Plus, that's sixteen damage, and then she's gonna use her um, final whatever cunning action thing to dart back to be behind Roberto. Okay. So yeah, you two wild slashes from you as well. Um, did they? One of them connected, one of them didn't. You cut into it. Yeah. It does not. It already looks like it's almost out of this world. And then you duck behind uh, Roberto. Tin? Um, Tin's going to get out her her glaive. And, uh, Use your gun. First, make noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> In the moment, Tin <laughs> changes her mind and decides to take out her gun. Uh, <laughs> and so she's going to try and shoot this person. Thing. This thing. Um, oh, nat 20. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Lucky dice, lucky yeah. dice. So it's a, it's a 27 overall. Um, does that you know hit? What? <laughs> that is a hit. I don't know. <laughs> so, four. Uh, blah, 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 math. Nine total. Times two? Edge. But since it's a natural 20, it's times two. Nope, that's that's with it. Oh. How'd you get a nine with that? That's. Wait, how'd you get a four and a half? Or yeah. sorry, sorry. Okay, uh, plus actually, so that's plus. Hold on, wait. Four. Hold on, math. Four. Six, uh, two, six. Uh, Twelve. Twelve damage. Okay. 
Nice. That's a big difference. <laughs> so, <clears throat> loud clap of thunder as a bullet rips out of your rifle through the creature and then crashes into the wall and leaves a small impact. Uh, the creature turns and spins to you and kind of screams. And it's it's not healing. It's just trying to keep itself from falling apart. Um, new round. Roberto? Um, it seems to be falling apart, so Roberto would try to muster up his strength and just try to finish it off as much as he can with his double sword attack again. Mm-hmm. 16 for the main hand, and then 11 for the off hand. One hit, the first one. I do 10 piercing on my main hand, and I wildly miss the off hand. Yep. So yeah, you, you dart <laughs> forward, and... You pierce into the creature, but um, both you and Vasa have noticed that your attacks, it seems to be resistant to. Like, you're finding that same kind of uh, pushback from your attacks. Tin, you didn't feel that. Like, you feel like you just ripped right through it. Even though... What? What is it? This is driving me crazy. Even though Tin's (laughs) is piercing, and so is Roberto's. Maybe it's weak to ranged. No, I think it's just a creature that adapts to whatever's the first damage type that attra- that attacks oh, it, and then it just kind of resists that one from the get-go. Okay. Ah, Interesting. Let's do that. So it <clears throat> charges forward, and it just starts throwing like a whole bunch of different jabs at uh, Roberto, and they all seem to be faint, and you realize that at the worst possible moment, as the last one was not a faint, drives into you for seven damage. Ah. Oh. I, I was imagining myself as like Neo, like doing doing. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but Neo, when he does that, he actually oh, yeah. gets one clipped to his oh, side too. Oh, you're, right. Right. you're right. You're right. Prophecies <laughs> fulfilled. Like, Roberto is the one. What was the line? Is was like, oh, you're fast, and he's like, not fast. Enough. No fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vasa. So Vasa claps Roberto in the back and goes, "Wow, you're fast." Not and fast And then enough. she goes in. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes in for the attack as well. <laughs> so first one, first attack was a three plus six, so that's a nine. That's a miss. Which is not a hit. Second attack is a seventeen plus a six, so that's a twenty-three behind. Okay. Um, first swing, it anticipates. Then you kind of do like this real, like fancy flourish, spin around, and catch it on its side, and you rip your sword up through it as it melts and then shatters and then dissipates. <sighs> Everyone roll an intelligence check except for Ertleby. I am asleep. <laughs> oh no, I'm minus two. Ugh. <laughs> um, Vasa, you've seen this enough now to piece this all together. And what it is is that these creatures seem to, once they have been hit by somebody, they seem to reshape themselves into their worst nightmares and then become resistant to their type of attacks. Mm. So you've noticed that like, if, if somebody who's meleeing with them uh, drives into them, they seem to become resistant to melee attacks, but not spells and not ranged attacks while keeping the terrible shape of whatever that person fears the most. Yeah, Vasa. So you need to yeah. trade. Vasa um, yeah. passes this, this deduction across to uh, everybody else in the group. Well, they killed the creature. Is there any? Tom are, are just like catching remains, his breath. Shadow remains. Huh? No. Are shadow remains? A, so they're just none. They're just there. So like yeah. the next time it's we like fight those never guys, there. we need to like kind of decide. Or and not this. Can Vasa just stop and listen to see if she hears footsteps? Yeah, the doors are flying open at this point. You hear people rushing downstairs. And uh, did you pick the lock? Is the is the door open, or you just picked it and? Just, I mean, uh, you unlocked no. it and left it shut. Use the yeah. Vasa very quickly swallows the key again. Oh, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they run downstairs. They and look then- at the hole in the wall from the gunshot, um, the rifle shot, and they look around. And they say, "What's going on down here?" Vasa Vasa turns around and pushes Tompkins forward and says, "Tompkins, tell them what happened." Uh uh there was this creature that poured out of the old lady's shadow, and it started to threaten us. And then uh, uh, Mr. Roberto attacked it, and then it kind of turned into this weird, like, bug shadow monster mix. And then they did a bunch of really cool stuff, and then it shattered. 
Good job, Tompkins. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> and they're kind of just in stunned silence. So there was a and creature then Vasa here. says, uh, what? You're saying there was a creature down here. And they're looking around for any kind of evidence besides the random gunshot. Yeah, they disappear. And then and then Tompkins and then Vasa looks at Tompkins and says, Yeah, Tompkins, where's the creature? Well, because they're nightmares, they 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 have to hold on to this world really hard, and if they can't hold on to this world anymore, then they go go back. And then Vasa nods firmly at the soldiers like that what he said. Uh and Tin would just say, We could also just wait for the next one to show up. If you want to wait here with us. Vasa says, yeah, I would love for you to face down this creature. Frankly, I'm tired of killing them. And they look at each other and one's like, we do have to keep an eye on them now. Um, but you're going to have to turn over your weapons if you're going to. What did this? Like they point at the wall. Like, what is this? Oh, nothing. It was nothing. <laughs> uh, I, Are I, you Vasa, being modest I, or are you lying? I fell. Vasa raises her voice and she says, so let me get this straight. You want to take from us the weapons that kept us alive when this creature attacked us, when you, when we were in your custody. How do you think that would have looked if another one attacks us and we die while we're in your custody one, because of your idiocy? One of them starts to get mad and he's like, the only thing it looks like is it looks like you guys are down here having fun. And then Vasa would point at Ertleby and at Tompkins and at herself. She says, this is fun? You think this is fun? <laughs> it's fun a crime? <laughs> <laughs> He's conflicted by the two questions and just <sighs> And he's like, just let him just let him be. And they, they walk away. Uh, and Avasa yells after them, I'm gonna fall asleep, see if I don't, you'll be sorry. Also, ah, uh, she should have in retrospect, Vasa's thinking, I should have just tucked the key under my tongue instead of swallowing it. <laughs> So, <laughs> another almost an hour passes without any incident, and that is when Ertleby comes to. Hello. <laughs> Ertleby! Why aren't we in bed anymore? You are in bed. They, I'm, I assume they gave you the bed. What are you doing in my room? <laughs> Wait, if we rested in that jail for one hour, does it count as a short rest for all of us? Yep. Now that Ertleby is awake, uh, Vasa fills her quickly in on the situation. And then she gives an inspirational leader speech, since it's been an hour of a short rest. And she spends most of it cursing out the city. But she also emphasizes <laughs> that they're going to outlive the city, so help her God. And yeah, they're going to be fine. So, so now everybody, plus four to your, um, to your health. Yeah, so you go through Did about you? nine minutes trying to figure out where Voss is going to go with this speech. And then within the last minute, she pulls it together and inspires you uh, through the fact that you will outlive the city. God damn it. <laughs> it's like this diatribe. You're like, fuck water fountains in this city. Fuck cobblestones in this city. Fuck windows in this city. You're just like going through. Yeah, like it's like this. This city is the byproduct of an alcohol-free life, and I just want this to be like a like a lesson to everybody out there that you should not give up your vices because this is what happens. Everyone's like concerned for you, but then at the very end, it becomes inspirational. So at this point, Vasa's losing patience, and also she really doesn't want to pass the key through the other route, so she's going to try to throw up the key again. It's going to be a harder <laughs> check. Give me a constitution check. Yeah, it is. Let's, Holy yep. shit. She's just a little off her, off her game. Normally she would have tucked it away in a much safer spot, but she just, she's fucking pissed. All right, here we go. Constitution roll. That is a 14. It has gone <gasps> yeah. too far down. Lots of gags. Oh. Lots of gags a bit. And then she she kind of just quietly goes, fuck. You, you see Tompkins. Uh, <laughs> he's not looking. He knows what's happening, but he's not looking. He's kind of holding the bars, and he's like, I guess you're just going to have to pick the lock. <laughs> And then Vasa says, wish you would stop saying that. 
But um, <laughs> do you need the actual skill to pick the lock, or do you like? You just need the tools. tools to pick oh, the you need this, the, having the tools. Um, like you have a tool proficiency you can take, and then you also take the you buy the tools then, and then you can do it. I mean, Vasa has like one of those pittens, which is kind of like a sharp, shardy thing. <laughs> um, but she doesn't have actual lock picking tools. Right. She also has a an arrowhead, which is sharp. You have a she pin, also, you said. She can file. Uh, she can break off a piece of Roberto or tin and use that as a <laughs> shard. Damn. If they're willing to uh, lose a what? finger, I will let you roll that check. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, no. Lasa kind of like looks at him. She's like, "Well, can't you just like unscrew something?" Can, can Roberto? Vasa <laughs> Vasa looks over at Tin and she says, "Just just a pinky finger. Just just a pinky." Um, Tompkins turns around and he's like, um, looks kind of darts back and forth and he's like, um, we all really want to leave, right? Yes. Yes. Probably. No, Tompkins, we just want to sit here and rot. (laughs) He just looks really sad and he goes, oh, okay. And he turns back around. Vasa pushes Tin aside and says, Tompkins, what do you know? I don't know. Well, I don't. And he goes, no, Tompkins, I don't know do anything. Know? I just, I know that Tin's mean, and she doesn't like me, Damn even straight. though she's supposed to protect me. Vasa says, Vasa says, Tompkins, do you know how to get out of here? Well, I mean, I have an idea, but it's only if we're willing to fight our way out. I just don't know if we're that desperate or not yet. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, can't one of those two? And she points. Uh, he points at uh, Ertlebe, uh or um, Tin, he's like, can't one of them just shoot the lock off? My God. <laughs> the boy's a genius. <laughs> Vasa looks over her shoulder at Tin. and, and uh, It just means we'd have to fight our be... way out of here afterwards. I don't know if we want to do that. but Vasa looks over Vasa looks over to Ertlebe and says, Ertlebe, I mean, Grandmother, can't you change into a cat and go fetch us keys or toothpicks or something that we could get out of here with she does she doesn't even answer <laughs> suddenly a cat is squeezing itself <laughs> through the bars can Ertleby Pertleby go upstairs and like bump into the guards and have them fall in love with her we could I mean we can play that out in a second you just gotta figure out what you're gonna do when you get to the top of the stairs and the door's shut oh <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. <laughs> One of them opens the door and says, "How the heck did you get down here?" <laughs> He's like, "Well, here really there's good purring. That's like." <laughs> um, he kind of picks you up and he's like, "What are you doing so down good. there?" Do you know where you live? Slash. Slash his fucking He's like, <laughs> give me a charisma check at advantage <laughs> because you're a kitty. 19. Oh, plus two. 21. And he looks around and he's like, maybe you don't have a home. And he <laughs> he takes you to the front desk. And he's like, he's, can I adopt he's, Let me go find you some milk. Or, wait, can you have milk? Is that is that like an old wives tale or? Wait, how smart are you? Give me one purr for yes and two purrs for no. Or it'll be just like licks her paw. Oh. Well, I'm going to try milk. <gasps> milk! And he runs off. Like, <laughs> he leaves the guard door open, too. Like, you could just walk out if you wanted to. He's taken off to go find some milk. Um, Are there any keys around, and is there any other. Um, guards there are keys hanging up, so you would have to make an athletics check to jump up there and knock them off. I'm going to make the athletics <laughs> check first. Here I go. Come on. Ten. Ten. No, no bonuses, or is that with bonuses? That's with bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> she's a very old My cat. My bonus is minus she's one. A, she's an arthritic <laughs> cat. As a cat? <laughs> oh, as a cat. Yeah, I'm a freaking cat. 
part of me is I go to my cat page. Um, here I go, go into the cat page. My um, strength is, um, wow, I think it's even worse. Uh, for a cat, it's it's minus four mm-hmm. as opposed to for Ertleby. Minus oh one. I am, However, I feel like athletics. I'm morally opposed to that uh, on the basis that I hate how far my cats can jump. Use Dex instead. Yeah. I mean, I can. In that case, it's a thirteen, which is good enough. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I have never seen my cats uh, make a wild jump because of how uh, super fucking strong they are. Um, so we're gonna use Dex for this. Um, yeah, you <laughs> you run and jump, and you kind of just <laughs> and knock the keys off of the hook, and they fall to the ground. Nope. She grabs the keys in her mouth. Cat sprints cat downstairs. Sprints. Um, cat's still in cat yeah, form yeah. and delivers the keys yeah. to her comrades. But then she like she drops them, and then she runs back up the stairs. So you guys so hear what sounds of- like a bell almost for half a second coming down the stairs and you see as a Pertleby looking very proud um, quickly trots over throws the keys in there and then takes off so Vasa takes her fingers out of her mouth of what was going to be her third attempt to throw up her keys and she immediately snatches up the keys and threw a um, I mean she just you know fumbles through them and eventually finds the one that unlocks the lock door I'm assuming mm-hmm. the cell door Yep. yep so they're all out and then Vasa's like, well, I'm not sticking around here. And then she starts heading upstairs. Tompkins is close behind. Uh, Ertleby is acting really nonchalant as a cat up there waiting for the guard in the hopes that when he comes back, um, she'll be able to distract him so the others can get Well, out. are you guys going up Actually, right away or are you waiting for some kind of a cat signal? Vasa was just going to go up and pause at the top of stairs to peek at, to peek out. Yeah, so you get up there and, yeah, you see um, Pertleby just curled up nice and uh, fuzzy on the desk. <laughs> and the door is wide open because he was so excited. And then Vasa says, Vasa says, uh, Ertleby, what are you, I mean, Grandmother, what are you waiting for? <laughs> she's like trying to indicate that she's like hungry. <laughs> she wants some food. She's like cat pawing at her belly. <laughs> well, Vasa would look at Ertlebe and says, uh, where, what did you do with the guard that was up here? Was there a guard here? Ertlebe takes her paw and does like this. <laughs> you, just, you make a slashing motion across neck your neck? Motion. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That is a scary cat. <laughs> yeah, Vasa's brows goes up and she says, very good, grandmother. And then she um, pops her head out into the hallway through the door and does she see anybody in the hallway? No, because it's just a 10 foot by 10 foot room, remember? Like, you're upstairs yeah. and now you can just leave. Or uh, we could continue to try and like win this guard over with her cat prowess. <laughs> I mean, all right, Ertlebee's going to like detransform uh, really quick and be like, okay, I'm sorry for not running out the door. I'm very hungry. <laughs> Anyway, there's a big softy of a guide who likes me as a cat. I think I can get him to open the shields as a cat. Vasa pauses Tom and says, got the same eyebrow as finding its way north. <laughs> Vasa kind of plants power. her hands on her hips and she goes, Well, if you fail, we can always jump him and force him to let the shield down. <laughs> that's true is there any place Tin cracks her Tin cracks her knuckles and like, you just hear like Tin room? thinks she's cracking her knuckles you guys just hear like metal scrape against itself <laughs> like Roberto feels like any, wow this shit's about to get real any... the rest of you are like oh Ertlebee takes this moment oh yeah Roberto what are you gonna say uh, I was gonna say grandma you take this um, you'll need it and I pick up my cat from, and I give it to her <gasps> And then I go around the corner. Um, all right. Ertleby takes this moment. She tears a page out of her exfoliation book and she writes a note on it. It says, kind soldier, I am a brave warrior who was cursed to live in the body of a cat. I need to leave this village um, in order to continue my quest. Unfortunately, uh, um, if, I, if I do not leave the village, 
by dawn, I will be trapped in this cat body forever. This other cat is my son. We we were trapped together. Please, brave warrior, help us. And then she like she turns back into a cat and she like holds the note in her mouth. Vasa, upon reading this note, kind of she actually steps away from behind the door and goes to join the rest in the stairwell. <laughs> All right, so uh, gain a point of inspiration, uh, Ertlebee. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so he comes back in. He has a little saucer and he has a little jug of milk and he runs in and he's like, guess who's going to get some milk? And then he stops and looks and he leans over and he picks up the note and he stares at you. And he says, will I ever see you again? Ertlebee extends a paw and places it on his head. He doesn't tear up. Gently. Because he's a man. (laughs) And he just, he puts his, uh, he, he sits down in the chair, turns his back to you, and he says, go. So you can take off running. The rest of you, if you make stealth checks, can take advantage of uh, a man's broken heart. Yeah, so Vasa will ha- make well, like, what did he pull down the shield already? As far he, you assume so. Like he told her to go, and he didn't make any kind of motion. So, but uh, actually, sorry, I'm, I'm making this too complicated. Vasa, you would know it's all mental. So if he told her to go, the shield must okay. be down. Um, but. She's gonna, and then she looks over and she sees, uh, yeah. You know what? Fine. Vasa is going to wait until the forge to go. <laughs> so the forge should leave first. Okay. Still. Ten got an eleven. <gasps> Not twenty. <laughs> okay. Okay. So ten's so. going first. Hold on. Let's see what he notices. He turns around as Tin is like <laughs> tiptoeing forward. And he says, what are, you, what are you doing? You have a split second. Tin, what are you doing? Five, four. I'm going like, to like karate chop him. I'm going to karate chop him to try and like, take Vulcan him out. Pitch him. Vulcan pitch him. Now, hold on real Vulcan quick. Just so you back. know, melee attacks do one damage. Oh. So you're hoping he has one hit point of consciousness. <laughs> Uh, five, four, I'm gonna three, get out my glaive and two. swipe at him. Go for it. To like, just, to just like, to, uh, what's it called? So do, like, knock him out? Cut him into unconsciousness? Are you doing non-lethal? Yeah. You're gonna non-lethal him with a glaive? Alright, go. No, no, wait, I have a net. I can net him. What does that do? <laughs> Alright, you gotta pick one or the other. Three, don't, don't two. Don't use my net. Okay, okay. <laughs> go, go, roll it. <laughs> oh, no. Just lost the cat. What have we done? Um. Okay. Wait, wait, so wait. I can't you grapple? Thing. Wait, no. Um, he's, it's mental. Okay. We have to kill him. Uh. I got a 12. Uh, 12 is a good enough hit. So you watch as Tin pulls out the net and the glaive, and at the last second <laughs> makes a panicked choice, spins the glaive sideways, and hits him across the head for how much damage? Uh. Roll high. Oh, oh, oh my god. Um, here we go. A natural 20 would be nice. Well, she rolled a 12. She hit. Uh, I got a 4. Alright, so he just, his head goes spinning backwards, and he's like, what? And now it's your Borto's turn. You got five seconds to decide what you're going to do. Four, um, three, running two, towards, I run towards him one, and take the butt of my sword and go. hit him again, yep. in the, right in the jaw. Ooh, I uh, got a 13. That's a hit, yeah. Woo! Yeah. <gasps> Holy fuck. Alright, how much shit. damage? I got a 11. Jeez. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. 
yes. No, sorry, that's a nine. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Nine. <laughs> um, so you rush forward and you bring your sword uh, broadside against him, and it's almost like you're punching him with your sword, and he goes flying back, cracks his head against the uh, wall, and then collapses. Aww. I feel so bad. Vasilak claps Roberto on the back and says, Well done. <laughs> Tomkins is running. Tin looks a little. I helped. <laughs> so Vasa, um, Vasa quickly really funny. shoves the man's unconscious body underneath his desk. And then uh, <laughs> she quickly motions for everybody to be like, Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> right. Roberto grabs the cat. That's right. <laughs> so Vasa would be doing her best to lead her way um, through the the guardhouse and also using her senses to hear if anybody's coming so that they can go down a different hallway. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, it's, it's really just dipping out of the tower and then turning the corner and running out of the city. There's no hallways or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay, okay. yeah, so that's that's what she would do. And she would lead it to the west gate. And yep. she also, again, would be the first one through the gate just in case of the time barrier. Thanks for listening to World Walkers. If you want to support the podcast, there's a few ways you can help us out. You can check us out over at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod, or you can find us on Twitter at worldwalkerspod. You can also visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. By becoming a patron, you'll gain access to artwork, early episodes, bonus episodes, or even a monthly live draw Q&A meetup where we sketch and answer questions. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at Incompetech.com for the music you heard in today's episode. And I also want to thank Sirenscape again, who provided the sound effects you heard today. Visit them at Sirenscape.com. After, after Vasa's gesture, she would say, can you, can you least uh, help nurse uh, my friends back to health? And she gestures at Tompkins and Ertlebee. <laughs> I have this weird urge to have one of them just slowly pull open his shirt. Like, and then Nurse Tompkins. I can. So, That's okay. I didn't think I'd ever have to do this again. Like, Sorry. Um.